The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Real estate, home lending, and how homes can change a life. And with us today, we have home inspector Brent Scott, mortgage lender Ron Haskins, and realtor Christy Daniel. So first of all, how are all of you guys doing this morning? Doing great. Staying dry. I I guess, Christy, let's start with you. And uh, how'd you get into realty? Well, um, that's a fun story. I was actually a single mom. And uh, through a series of events, I was able to buy my first home. And it just changed my life, becoming a homeowner. And I um, just realized that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to lead people through that process. It's a huge deal for anyone, whether they know it or not. And I just decided that's what I was going to do. So I jumped in feet first. And how has the real estate market been on your end over the last couple of months with all the changes in the mortgage rates? Well, for me personally, I've seen um, a lot of growth in the real estate market. There are more buyers coming into the market with the expected uh, rate decrease. And I've been I've been busy. And then, uh, Ron, speaking of uh, rates and everything, you are a mortgage lender. So talk to us a little bit about those rates, uh, how you've seen changes in the market and everything. Since October, rates have been down on average around 1%. So we're starting to see people that were on the fence get off the fence and you know, get into the home ownership you know, opportunities that are happening here. For those who, let's say, have been waiting for the rates to go down, I, I guess they constantly change anyway. But what would you say to somebody who's been waiting? Uh, they do constantly change. And I always say the question I get asked a lot of times is, is it a good time to buy? And I always say the answer is yes. The sooner you get in, the better. You don't want to show up to the party last. So when you get in now, even if rates are a little bit higher, the expectation that they will be lower. But during that time, if you're in home ownership now, you can build equity. It's going to present more opportunities because when those rates truly do go down, then there's going to be a lot more people flooding the market. That means a lot more competition. There's a lot more demand there. So, you know, the sooner that you get in, the better. And about what are rates right now? Yeah, rates right now, depending on the program, are in the uh, upper six, you know, and seven still. But uh, there is different uh, opportunities to get those rates lower. And I guess that's what the rates were, you know, back in 1999 or so. And, mm-hmm. and at that point, everybody thought 6.25 was an amazing rate. Right. <laughs> and then also with us this morning, Brent Scott, home inspector. How are you? I'm doing well. How have things been on your end? Yeah, you know, we saw the slowdown late in the summer and I would say through August and uh, September, maybe a little bit of October. But, you know, we were talking before the show started, it's gotten really busy. The last month or so has gotten um, surprisingly busy, especially for this time of year. You know, December, January is typically a little bit slower in real estate in general. Um, but the week after Christmas, it's like the floodgates opened. I don't know if there's pent up demand. Um, people maybe have a little bit of um, maybe some encouragement or a little bit more confidence in the market. And, but it's gotten surprisingly busy. And there was a point just a few years ago where I guess you were inspecting mainly new homes for new buyers. But now that's kind of changing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of new homes. But at the same time, you know, I was, again, before the show, we were talking uh, with Premier Home Inspects, we've been doing a lot of new construction lately and a lot of big stuff. We've we've been noticing, we've we've been seeing a lot of really large properties 
uh, come across our schedule, which is, it's interesting. Is there an average size of home that you typically see a, a buyer purchase? Not really an average. Um, of course, you know, we also service all of Middle Tennessee, so some stuff in Brentwood may be a, quite a bit bigger than what we'd see in Smyrna or even Murfreesboro, but um, I don't know that there's an average. Um, last year, our average was around 3,500 square feet, but, you know, that again, that depends on what part of the Mid-South you're in. And I'm curious, what are, let's say, for example, first-time home buyers? Are you seeing a lot of those? And if so, uh, what what size of home are they buying? Because 3,500 seems like a, a pretty large home. Yeah, we're not seeing as many first-time home buyers as we, you know, we have historically over the years. I think a lot of folks may be a little bit priced out right now. I think I read last week that the medium um, house price in Rutherford County is around $350,000. Um, no, no, I think it was more than that, actually. And so I think a lot of, you know, younger folks are being pushed out a little bit. But at the same time, we do see some um, first time home buyers from time to time. I, I know we were talking to the Rutherford County Schools Director, Jimmy Sullivan, and he was talking about how a lot of new residents now, they're not parents of uh, small elementary age kids. They're middle school parents. They're high school parents. I, I guess that's because those with a, a brand new child, they can't afford a, a brand new house. I guess so, yeah. They're kind of priced out of the market. Yeah. And then, Christy, in real estate right now, what are you seeing as far as first-time home buyers? And uh, are you seeing a lot of them? Or none. <laughs> um, no, I do see first-time home buyers. That's who I love to work with. I wish that I had more, um, and I think that will happen this year when the rates decrease. Probably about a third of my business is first-time home buyers. Now, I, I know there has been articles written recently talking about how now. A lot of first-time home buyers are 36 plus years old, and and they have saved for a larger down payment, and they're buying homes that they expect to live in for the next 20, 30 years. Is that what we're seeing locally? Um, it's not what I'm seeing locally. Typically, homeowners get in and they're there for two to five years, and then they cash out their equity and they're they're moving up. They're increasing um, their home size, the home price just starting out in those starter homes and then moving on from there. So five years in a home, then then changing. And then once they go to that second home, uh, let's say they're they're calling you to, to help find that second mm -hmm. home as well. Is that second home a home they're going to stay in or is it still the same two to five years? Um, it's much, much more likely that they'll stay in that second home. But still people, you know, it just depends on what their hopes and dreams are for their future. Going back to you, Brent, I... The larger homes in places like uh, Brentwood and Franklin, um, what age group are you seeing for those? And then what age group do you see here when you do home inspections? Yeah, you know, a lot of the folks that we see in Rutherford County, it's across the board, but we do seem to, to see more younger folks moving in to Rutherford County. But that's been interesting, you know, with, with the increased prices. We're seeing a lot of the younger folks even move out more towards Manchester and Coffee County, those areas, and McMinnville and Winchester, we've been doing more inspections in those areas in the last couple of years than we have over the last 20 years. It's very interesting. But, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do in the bigger homes, it seems like there are some folks moving up that are local, but there's a lot of people moving here from other areas, like, of course, California. We hear a lot about that. And uh, so a lot of those folks are, are relocating. You know, they're able to sell a house out there for a lot more money and come here and buy way more house for less money than they could out there. Those who move here from places like California, they often make enough money on their 
sell their house there in California to actually pay cash for a house yeah. here. Yeah, that's right. So, Ron, has that hurt the lending business at all, or are they still borrowing? Uh, a lot of them are still borrowing. Uh, we're, we're working on several right now that are coming from those uh, states like California and New York, New Jersey, uh, the Illinois, Chicago area, places like that. And yes, they're they're bringing a lot of down payment with them, but they're still financing. So, What type of down payment is, uh, is typical here? What's uh, typical for the ones that are coming from out of just all over Rutherford County? What are you seeing? Yeah, seeing a lot of them. So you, you asked the question before about first time home buyers. Uh, you know, you're, you're having a lot of buyers now that are in the market that either owned a home and they're using their equity of a sale from that home to purchase a new one. So you are seeing bigger down payments, 20 percent down. Uh, a lot of ones that are coming from these other states are putting a lot more down, 50 percent down. So you're seeing a lot of that happening. And when you put 50 percent down, if you're buying a house that Cost, let's say seven hundred thousand dollars or so. You still have a lot to finance there. Yes, you do. Um, but those coming from those other states, you think about having a, a home or a property that was costing you four or five thousand. You come here putting you know three hundred thousand down on a property that's six hundred thousand. Your payment's still you know relatively cheap compared to what you were paying there. And what types of payments are people looking at? You know, for the average sale of a house. So with the average home prices, you know. Being around, let's say, three fifty, uh, typically the average payment is going to be somewhere around twenty four, twenty five hundred dollars a month. That's a lot. It is. <laughs> that seems like that would be uh, that'd be tough on a lot of households. It is tough on a lot of households. Um, so you are seeing a lot of households that have multi income earners because you're going to need that now with the way prices have been or the where rates are that you need you know significant income. And then Christy, what types of, uh, of homes are, are typical to sell here or, or what have you seen a lot of? As far as the structure of the home? The price and everything as a whole and are folks leaning more towards townhomes or are they leaning more towards homes with one or two acres? What, what do you see? I have not gotten a lot of clients that, that prefer to be in a townhome, although that's great for a lot of homeowners because there's less maintenance. Typically, the buyers that I have worked with, they want a little bit of land, such as maybe half an acre. A little bit could be anything to anyone, so it's just kind of personalized, but half an acre to an acre, and that's pretty hard to find here in Rutherford County, but it can be found. It seems like we're seeing, you know, zero lot line homes are more common than they've ever been before. Mm -hmm. Where are the homes that are an acre or larger? Because you really don't see a lot of that. You don't. It's hard to find. It's a needle in a haystack sometimes. Um, down toward uh, Christiana, Bell Buckle, places like that, like uh, Brent said, kind of moving over to Coffee County, Manchester, mm -hmm. those areas. Are people making enough money on the sale of the house they're living in in order to bring that over to put down on the next house? Typically, yes. It depends on when they bought their home. If they bought more than two years ago, then yes, they'd have quite a bit of equity in their home. And do you run up against folks who, who don't have enough, but yet they're thinking they do and they're, you know, they're starting to look for a new house, but yet you have to let them know, you know, this isn't going to work with the amount you have to put down, it looks like. Well, the good thing is, is that we have a great team uh, here sitting at this table today. So we go into it with all of that information before we even start looking. Uh, as soon as I get a buyer, I'm figuring out what their needs are. I send them to Ron and he qualifies them and he very quickly actually and lets me know what it is that they can't afford. And then we look within that price range. And how long does it typically take in order to 
once you find the house, write the contract, and get the loan and close. How long of a process is that? Typically, it's about 30 days from start to finish, but it could go sooner depending on where they're at in that approval process. If they start earlier and then Ron gets them through to underwriting, it could be a very quick close. Now, Ron, are there still a lot of programs out there such as uh, the VA program where a veteran can get a maybe a lower rate? Yeah, there's, uh, I, the veteran program is a very great program, uh, especially one that you don't have to have money for down payment. It's still 100% financing. The rates tend to be great when it comes to uh, veteran loans. Uh, so yes, that's a great program for those who are veterans. So are those rates lower than 6% or are they pretty much right there at 6%? They're still around the 6%. Zero down for a lot of the houses. Yeah, zero down for a lot of houses. And of course, that increases the amount you pay each month. Is there an average cost, you know, whenever you look at homes where people put zero down, what, what are you seeing on payments there? Yeah. So uh, payments is going to depend upon the price of the home. <clears throat> but with with VA loans, the other good advantage that you have with that is that there is no PMI. So there's no mortgage insurance when it comes to that loan. Uh, unlike other loans where there are uh, mortgage insurance because they're not putting 20% down, they're putting three and a half percent or they're, it is a hundred percent financing. So the VA loan overall tends to be a better payment because you don't have that added expense in there. And I know there's a lot of people out there who own their home and, and they're kind of in a race to pay off a certain percentage. So they no longer have that PMI. Mm-hmm. Uh, that PMI could be pretty expensive at times. Yeah, it can. I, I mean, it's an added expense there, especially for houses being higher priced, the rates are higher. So one of the things that we do recommend and tell borrowers that, you know, make a little extra uh, payment towards the principal. That'll help knock that down. Um, also, as the uh, values of the homes continue to increase around the area, that also builds the equity up, too. So uh, typically, you're able to get people out of that PMI a little bit quicker. How expensive is that principal mortgage insurance? Yeah, um, depends on the program. Uh, FHA, that, that factor is 0.55 if it's less than 5% down. Um, the VA doesn't have that. Uh, conventional is going to depend on how much you put down. So it's based on how much you put down uh, percentage-wise and what your credit score is. Uh, USDA, uh, that factor there is 0.35. Now, all of this adds up. It seems like to a pretty big number. I mean, I mean, buying a house these days is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there's no way around that. No way around <laughs> So what do you see when somebody does move to Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, wherever for the first time, this is their first home purchase? What, what types of reactions are you seeing? Well, with my homeowners, um, they're kind of glad to get out of the bigger cities <laughs> in, into a little bit slower paced life. And they, they're just really enjoying Rutherford County, especially if they're in the outlying areas and they have a little bit of land and peace and quiet. They're really enjoying that. You know, Scott, I did an inspection last week for a first-time home buyer, And, you know, they, they showed up to the inspection, which is always good. And I got to know them a little bit and I asked them where they're moving from. And they were actually local. And they were thrilled to be getting out of an apartment buying their first home. Um, it was an expensive home, but he told me that his rent was more than what his mortgage is going to be, which is, I think a lot of times people overlook that, you know, you have mortgages are a lot of money, but rent's a lot of money too. And when you're paying rent, you're paying someone else's mortgage. So, yeah. And, you know, I'm sure whenever mortgage rates go up, but commercial mortgage rates are also going up. So those who uh, rent out apartments, they're mm-hmm. paying the, the landowner's mm-hmm. uh, fee for that mortgage too. 
Yeah, for sure. And they're also capitalizing on just increased rates across the board. And, you know, an apartment these days, a two-bedroom, three-bedroom apartment in a nice area, you're going to look at, what, at least 2000 a month for something that size? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who is renting a three-bedroom um, and she pays twenty four hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Wow! So twenty four hundred a month, and that money literally goes nowhere. All she gets at the end of the month is a receipt. Yeah, <laughs> and another bill, and another bill, <laughs> another bill. Yeah. no equity. <laughs> so when you look at the cost of actually financing that home, uh, Ron, you were saying about how much for a let's say three hundred fifty thousand dollar house that you put I don't know ten percent down on or twenty percent down mm-hmm. on. The payment, mm-hmm. yeah. So the payment there, especially if you put more money down, will bring that cost down. But typically, you're looking around twenty four, twenty five hundred dollars a month. Which I said, uh, if you know you're paying two thousand or twenty four hundred dollars in rent, at least your money now is going somewhere. And then you have the opportunity that when those rates do go down, you could refinance because you own your home and get into a cheaper payment uh, once those things happen. How many people these days do you run across in Rutherford County who are in way over their head? The home's too big. The price is too high. Property taxes, insurance, all that is just too much for that person to handle. How often do you run across that? Not that often. Um, I think COVID did hit people quite hard, uh, but there were programs there where they were able to go on maybe some kind of forbearance plan and get them, you know, get their sales back together on their feet. So you're not experienced that a lot. Those who, you know, have to sell because of unfortunate situation that occurred. Uh, yes, that does occur, but not as much. I think a lot of people were still prepared and there was programs that were available to help people during those uh, times of struggle. And Christy, in real estate, in sales, do you see folks who obviously are buying something that's way too expensive, but yet they have enough to put down on it and that they're approved for it, but yet you know in the end this this could turn out bad? Well, um, I don't have that experience. As soon as I meet a buyer, we go over those kinds of things. I don't ever want someone to spend at the top of their budget and to be quote unquote house poor. So I do try to help navigate that with them. Of course, at the end of the day, it's their decision what they want to purchase. But it's always important for myself and anyone that works in the real estate industry that those people go into it being able to afford long term what they get into today. And of course, there's a lot of other programs out there. For example, Habitat for Humanity has a new neighborhood, Legacy Point, where you can buy a house. Uh, Of course, you have to go through that approval process through Habitat and through lending as well. Ron, do you work with, with those folks who borrow money through Habitat not as much with Habitat. Well, through our BNI group, we are starting to do a little bit more of that. Uh, but there is other down payment programs that are readily available and uh, widespread across Tennessee. You have uh, THDA, which is the Tennessee Housing uh, Development Agency. Uh, the Housing Fund located in Nashville is also another one. Uh, I work for Legacy Mutual Mortgage, so we are a bank, and we have some down payment programs that are proprietary to our company that are there to assist uh, home buyers with down payment assistance. Brent, when you are inspecting homes here in Rutherford County and outside of Rutherford County as well, what are some of the problems that you would say are typical that home buyers should kind of look for? Yeah, that's a great question. So the most common issue that we find in especially Rutherford County and, and really others too is, is water under the house. Um, water is really a problem. Uh, we've, we've taken these soybean fields and these tobacco fields and these cow fields and we've flattened out what was already flat. We've dug holes and we've put houses in them and uh, that's a really common thing and of course you know water under a house can cause all kinds of other problems 
Um, a, a lot of the other issues we run into are just deferred maintenance, a lot of deferred maintenance. It seems that people, we're so busy in our lives that we don't pay attention to our house. You know, a lot of stuff that I see is, in my mind, blatant. It's just obvious. And so that's probably the most common things. And I would guess, you know, people are caught up in work, but yet, you know, when it comes to taking care of a, a small problem within a house, it is probably last on the list for them. Yeah. And, and I also think maybe sometimes people don't know, you know, they don't know that, that whatever condition is, is obvious that it's uh, that it's a problem. And, you know, doing a lot of new construction, <clears throat> that always surprises me the how many issues that we can find on a new construction property. That's that never I've been doing this for almost 20 years and that never su- ceases to surprise me. Is it better to buy a house that's been there for 20, 30 years or is it better to buy that brand new house? Wow. That's a loaded question. Um, it, so much of that depends on the builder, the the contractors that showed up to do the particular jobs, but you know, a 20 year old house now is considered old really. Um, <laughs> you know maybe a house that's that's you know three or four years old at least there's a performance history there you know we can sort of see we've had a few years and we crawl under it we can see okay there is no water under this house or yet yeah, appears that there either is or has been where a new construction you know if it's in august and it hasn't rained in a week or, or a month um it, that's not going to present that kind of stuff but you know it's really hard to answer that directly um some new houses are incredible some new construction houses are not um as good so it really depends on the house, depends on the builder and the homeowner. You know, when you buy a new car, you're able to do a title history check and find out if that car has been in wrecks, what types of wrecks through insurance companies. But are you able to see claims on homes through insurance companies when you buy a house? Yeah, you can do that. Um, home inspectors typically don't do that, but that usually pops up in the disclosure from the sellers. If you want to do that whenever you buy a house, you have to specifically ask for it, I guess, right? Yeah, but that's a pretty simple call to your insurance representative they can look that up really quick so in looking at past claims is that something that is smart to do or will it help at all i think it's a good idea yeah it's definitely a good idea you can see you know if there's been especially we have so many hail storms and and you know storms that come through middle tennessee that's a good way to see if there's been claims made on the the property on the house and then on the homes that you are inspecting slab foundation basement crawl space what what is usual in middle tennessee you know historically it's been crawl spaces um apparently we have a lot of rock so basements aren't as common um, as maybe they would be up north but i've been seeing a lot of slab developments doing slab foundations and i'm a fan i think that's a good way to go especially in an area that maybe there's you know a lot of water um, you don't really have those issues with the slab home. So when you're looking at slab homes, you know, inspecting these homes versus a home with a crawl space or a home with a basement, are the slab homes more secure, more structurally sound? What what are they other than the water leakage problem? Yeah, I don't I don't know that we could say they're you know any more or less secure or structurally sound than a than a you know a raised foundation like a crawl space or a basement. And is there a price range that you're seeing for those homes that are slab homes versus crawl space? You know, it used to be that cheaper homes were slabs, you know, or slabs were cheaper than the traditional crawl space. But now it's, I'm not really seeing that difference in the price. I mean, everything's gone up from yeah. concrete to the cost of wood. So yeah, it, that's right. It's, it's expensive no matter what, I guess. Well, it's the dirt under it that's so expensive. 
that's where the cost is, it seems. Yeah, and in reality, it's hard to build what you would call a starter home these days because the cost of land, the cost of a lot yeah. is so high compared to what it used to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Is there any land out there that people are thinking about developing more starter homes on, or is that just an impossibility? I don't think it's an impossibility. There's definitely land to be built on, and I do see that all over Rutherford County, just driving here and there. I see um, zero lot line homes going up. Of course, in the county, you're almost forced to do septic tanks unless you're in a a neighborhood with, I guess, the step septic tank system. But with septic tanks, do you see any problems there whenever you are inspecting homes? So the septic system is actually outside the scope. However, we do run a ton of water doing a home inspection. And from time to time, on septic systems and step systems. Uh, we had one fail a couple of weeks ago when we were inspecting it. Um, the house was occupied, very nice house. It was actually in Smyrna and very well maintained. Weren't a lot of problems with the house, but while we were doing the inspection, running all the water, the alarm on the step system went off, which is indication that there's an issue. Simple fix. They just called the, you know, the people that take care of that and they came out and fixed it. But um, on septic systems, they're really important. We always recommend if you're buying a house on a, on a septic to have that thing evaluated by a septic company. And that means taking the lid off, they'll usually pump it and, and give it an inspection. And then Christy and Ron, with the mortgage rates a little higher than what they were, let's say, than four years ago, I guess comparatively a, a double what they were about three years ago, um, are people looking at homes that are a little less expensive than what they once were looking for? Um, well, the, the prices of homes have gone up. So I think it's it's people understand where their budgets are now. You have a lot more savvy buyers who know where they want to be with their payments. But sometimes finding the right home that they would like in the budget that they have is one of the issues because houses cost more now. So and the rates are higher. So someone that might, you know, be on a budget that is fifteen hundred you know, and they have a need for three, four bedrooms, they may not be able to find that in a $250,000 price range. Are we seeing any prices go down? Um, I'm not so much seeing prices go down, but the buyers that I've represented lately were able to get that contract price under list price. Typically, the appraisal is coming in right at value, maybe a little over. I've had very few that have come in under value. But not so much the uh, listing price that has lowered. It's the offer price and the contract price that we're seeing a little bit lower. I mean, there was a time really just a, a year ago where people were going in and offering more than the mm-hmm. asking price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. yes. Way more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now uh, the homes that are 92% of the homes are actually the actual price is less, 8% less than the list price. So do you foresee in the near future, uh, assuming rates start to go down, do you foresee people offering above asking price again? I don't think that'll happen as much now because the the feds are really trying to still regulate the market. We're going to see the rates go down, but I think it's going to be done in a strategic manner where it's going to be a little bit over time, you know, and that's going to help keep the market stable. You know, you want to you want to have a stable market. Um, so I think we're going to we're going to see those rates go down uh, and we're going to see the prices just kind of stay, you know, there. We're not we, we had those big jumps, 24, 20, you know, 25, 30 percent in equity. And, you know, the typical is four to eight. So if you're keeping it in that four to eight, you know, percentage of increase, 
that that's going to help keep the market stable, keep prices stable. And as these rates go down, that'll help people. Yeah. yeah. And what we'll see also is more buyers come into the market. So there's going to be more competition yeah. per home. Whereas now we might see one or two offers on a home. When those rates go down, there might be mm-hmm. five, six, seven. I'm already 10. hearing that from some of the agents mm-hmm. I work with, that they're having already multiple offers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're moving close to that period in time where our population, of course, it's growing a lot, but we're moving closer to that time where there's going to be a lot less available. And pretty soon, people will only have to choose from the existing homes. And mm-hmm. some of those we're already seeing being torn down for new homes. Uh, so what happens in that case once we do hit that point? Because it would seem like homes would skyrocket in price because there would be a whole lot less. Right. And that is that is a potential. The less inventory we have and the more buyers that are on the market, the more money that those buyers are willing to pay for those homes. Let's say the home is a, a home that they're asking $400,000 for, but it only appraises for three eighty. Do they have to come up with that additional $20,000 on their own or either the home seller has to lower the price? Which one has to take place? Because it seems like a, a bank would not lend for that additional $20,000 if it doesn't appraise for that. Right. And Ron and I um, are working a, a contract right now that that did happen. The appraisal came in under value. And it's not that one has to take place over the other. It's an either or. It's a negotiation between the buyer and the seller. And, um, you know, they either have to make up that difference, that appraisal gap, or the seller has to bring the price down. Or neither of those could happen and they could both walk away from the contract. If and when that does happen, do a lot of people you run across, do they have the extra, let's say, 20, 30, 40 grand so that they can pull that out of savings to make it happen to pay for it? Um, in my experience, no, they don't have that extra. Sometimes they do. And if they do, they certainly don't want to put it into a gap. But I always like to, to negotiate fair for both sides and come to a mutual agreement on what works for the buyer and the seller. And of course, typically when you sell a house, you, you do usually make money, especially, you know, whatever you uh, paid on the principal, you at least get that back. But usually you do make money. But if you're only in the house for one or two years, that's not the case. You're probably going to lose some money. Yeah. I mean, the the longer you hold the home, the more equity you're going to build within it. What you're seeing, though, here recently with a lot of people that have owned a home or bought a home in the last one or two years and they want to buy another one, they're actually turning that current home into an investment property. Mm -hmm. So now they're renting it out. And then that allows them to go buy another one. So typically, people that have bought recently are being smart about their investment and turning those homes into investment homes to go purchase another one. Do you ever see people simply trade homes? You know, maybe you have one that has a, a farm with it, and then you have another folk who's selling it, and they don't have a farm, but they're, they're wanting to trade almost almost even or maybe for $40,000 difference. Not really. Um, that, that's not yeah, the case. I'm, I'm way out there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Though. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> so as we close this morning, I, I guess what would you say about you know those who are looking for a house? Well, I would say first they need to get pre-qualified with a mortgage lender. Then they need to find an agent um, in order to help them walk through that process. And it's important that the, the lender and the agent that they have a wide um, array of partners, network partners, 
people know, they know, like, and trust that they can bring along the process to make it go smoothly. And in Ron, in the lending business, how long does it take to get approved? Yeah, uh, typically, a pre-approval process just takes a few days. Uh, you're gathering their information, doing their uh, you know credit application, stuff like that. Uh, but it usually only takes a couple of days to get them there. And then, Brent, what about that inspection? How many days out do you need notice that this home needs to be inspected? We encourage our agent partners to let us know, you know, as soon as they get a contract to go ahead and, and get with premier and get that on the books but typically we can get you taken care of in a week we've got six inspectors around the mid-state so we can usually get people in with us this morning brent scott ron haskins and also christy daniel and uh, thank you all for joining us thank, thank you, you so Scott. Much. time right now 8 50 stay with us we do have more to come on this friday morning A wind advisory is in effect for the forecast area. Periods of showers and storms this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high around 60. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low of 24. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 48. Good morning. There's still on the scene of this accident with some injuries at 46th Avenue at Charlotte Ave. It has uh, traffic time at pretty good in both directions. 1900 Malaga, like Hobson, Pike, and Antioch. That wreck is also still getting some attention on the interstate. Here's what we see. Heavy traffic continues past the airport. You're coming through from Hermitage into Donaldson on 40 West at Donaldson Pike. It remains busy coming in from Dixon County as well on 40 East through Kingston Springs. 65 running a little bit slow southbound over here at Trinity Lane. Prince's Hot Chicken hiring at all four locations. Order online this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Enjoy life at Adam's Place. Had to argue with him about whether or not I'm going to play bridge because <laughs> I hadn't played it for about 25 years, but they still want me to do it, so that was very nice. My name is Carrie Shannon. There's so many things that you can do to help us keep feeling younger at Adam's Place. I'm glad we made this choice. I'm Terry Deal. Call me from about Adam's Place. Phone 615-904-9111. Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States. And you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com. This morning we're talking with Janice Denson at Molly here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive. Good morning and Happy New Year, everybody. The new year is off and running and some folks out there may be thinking about the idea of going into a new career. And Molly Manufacturing may be a good option. A job fair is coming up, but before we get into that, tell us a little more about Molly Manufacturing. Mala is a manufacturing company. We are based out of Stuttgart, Germany. And here at this facility, we make air filtration systems for the automotive industry. Janice, how many people are you looking to hire? Because I understand that is a big priority in the new year. 
Absolutely. For this job fair that we're having, we're looking to hire 75 more people. And a lot of people probably think, well, Mall is always hiring. Why are they always hiring? Well, we are growing. Our company is growing very quickly. And so we are needing 75 more team members. The job fair that we mentioned is right around the corner. Give us more details on that. Okay, well, the job fair is going to be Tuesday, January 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. here at Mala at our location here in Murfreesboro. Um, The address is 906 Butler Drive. You can, you know, start showing up at 8 o'clock. You'll come in the main doors, the glass front doors, and you'll be greeted there and you'll be asked to fill out an application. And we will be doing interviews and possibly making job offers on site that day. You know, it's interesting here in Rutherford County, we are seeing exceptional growth all over the community. But what's really cool is that we're also seeing growth within a lot of the companies here as well. I agree. And we are definitely seeing that. You know, we just had a job fair in November and we had such an amazing turnout. We hired over 100 people. That, that's amazing. Yes. And, and working in that HR department, that has got to be hectic because you are interviewing all these people back to back. And and when you're going through the different folks who come in to be interviewed, what types of questions are you asking them? What stands out in your mind? Maybe give us an idea of what people can be prepared for. Sure. Well, we do have um, some basics that you must meet in order to work at Molly. You need to have at least a year of manufacturing experience or transferable skills is what we call them. So if you've worked in construction, If you've worked in landscaping, anything like that, even if you've done farm work, you are used to standing on your feet for 8 to 12 hours a day. You know, you're going to be standing on concrete. That's truly our requirements. We ask things like, you know, what's got you looking for a new job opportunity or what attracted you to come to Mala and apply? Because we have such a low unemployment rate here in Rutherford County, you're seeing a lot of people who already have jobs. So those who come in, they're looking to better themselves in some way. They're looking for growth themselves. Those are a couple of the things we get get a lot of. Opportunity for growth is huge, which is great within our organization because of all the growth. We do have so many opportunities for team leads, supervisors, things of that nature. Again, we're talking with Janice Denson at Molly here in Murphy's, bro, on Butler Drive, and a job fair is coming up. And again, the date of that job fair? It is Tuesday, January the 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. What are some of the different positions that you're hiring for right now? We're hiring for assembly producers, forklift operators, um, maintenance, setup techs, anybody that has experience with injection mold setup tech. We have several new positions in that area. Once you're hired at Molly, is there a lot of opportunity for growth? Absolutely. Our HR manager has given us a goal that we hire internally 80% of the time. So we post all of our new jobs internally first to give our folks the opportunity to come in and apply and interview for those jobs. Again, this morning, we're talking about Molly Manufacturing here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive, and they're having a job fair that is coming up. And Janice, again, what were those dates? Our job fair will be Tuesday, January the 16th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Molly is a company that has a long track record. They date back, what is it, over 100 years now? Molly has been in business for over 100 years. Um, As I said, we're based out of Stuttgart, Germany. 
As far as Molly being in Murphy's Bro, they've been here for at least 30 years. You're so correct. That says a lot, I think, for those who are looking for a, a change of jobs. It says stability. Absolutely. And I think in today's job market, that's what a lot of people are looking for are stable companies. And, you know, we're very proud to be able to say how long that Molly has been around. When somebody does come for that interview, how should they dress and what should they bring with them? If you have a resume, you can bring it. Dress for a manufacturing environment interview. What types of different benefits are available for those who do get the job? At Mala, we do offer benefits after 30 days, so on your 31st day, and we offer medical, dental, vision. Our 401k is matched up to 6%, and this year we have 14 holidays. That includes one floating holiday. If you are hired, how soon will you actually be at the job? If you are given a job offer, you could start as soon as the following Monday. As we close this morning, again, that job fair is coming up, and Janice wants more of the dates and what time do people need to be there. Our job fair is going to be Tuesday, January the 16th, from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and our address is 906 Butler Drive here in Murfreesboro. As you're driving down Butler Drive, Molly will be on your right if you're coming from South Church Street. Once we get to the entrance, what do we do? Where do we go? When you pull in the entrance, just come on in. You will turn to your left, and that will put you in the front parking lot. Park anywhere in that parking lot that's not marked as reserved, and come on in those front double doors where it's all glass. That's our very front entrance into our lobby. When you come in the glass doors, you're going to be greeted by one of us in HR. And we're going to talk to you for a little bit, and then we're going to have you come back and fill out an application. We could do an interview and make a job offer all in the same day. Again, we're talking with Janice Denson at Molly here in Murfreesboro on Butler Drive. 